0: nature but both point towards God in my mind most definitely. Others may have different views but if you can explain to me how a big bang creates everything if I threw a grenade into a scrapyard would I expect to drive out in a brand new Mercedes? Would I? Alright. I'd like to see what so if I threw a grenade into a scrapyard I can grow. I'd expect a brand new Mercedes to drive out in. No. Anyway, I don't know why you say, people saying, yeah, you can do that. You can't. <laughs> An explosion doesn't create anything except a mess and chaos. Anyway, I'm not getting into that discussion now. This week I want to look at the truth. Guess what? We should value the truth. Duh. <laughs> it's pretty obvious isn't it but what is the truth that's over to you what is truth truth that you sat here truth that you're having to listen to me unless you've got secret headphones in and just nod like I don't, yeah." explosion car yeah. <laughs> what's truth anyone The opposite of lies are obvious. God and His Word. Excellent. Not not opinions. Mmm. Ooh. Is that true? (laughs) Jesus said, I am the way and the truth of the life. Is that a statement or is that truth? Ah, We can get into a bit of a mess here. There's a lot I can say about truth. But we should value it, shouldn't we? We should value truth. Oh, even if that's your opinion, that forms your basis of what you believe to be true. I believe that if I don't get enough sleep, it's true that I'm more grumpy than I normally am. If I get enough sleep, I'm still grumpy. That's true as well. It's true that um, when we get to the end of the day and we don't know what we're having for tea, I delight and click my heels when someone says takeaway. That's true. I like Chinese. I like Indian. I like all food. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's true. I saw a hand. What's true, Seth? Bad boy, dead me. It's true that I'm bad boy, dead meat. That's true okay thank you for that it's true that Seth likes to call me bad boy dad me (laughs) that is my son so that's okay so truth valuing truth how many times has it mentioned truth in the bible a lot we'll just keep it at that truth is uh, a very big part of the bible Uh, Roberta's already mentioned this John 14 verse 6 Jesus answered I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He didn't just say it as an opinion. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Also in John chapter 8, verse 32, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's an important statement, isn't it? You will know the truth. And because you know the truth, you will be set free. Well, what will you be set free from? Maz has already said it. Lies. But sometimes to recognize the lie, you need to know the truth. Childhood is a vicious playground, isn't it? I remember that my first day at uh, school in reception, I was a bit of, I was the cryy baby. I was the one that would be left in tears of and snot and just bellowing, uh, unconsolable. I didn't, I had separation issues, most definitely. But I also knew that I, when I was taken to re- reception, and put in a classroom full of other people that there's going to be those that are going to say lies to me or call me names or exclude me from games. I already knew that as a four-year-old. I was waiting for the bad stuff to happen. That is truth. I knew that as a child. No one had to... Teach me that. I knew it instinctively. What I didn't have was the real truth. That it would be okay. That I would get through this. That one day I would meet the father of truth. So instead of knowing the truth, I just started to collect the lies that I will be excluded. That I'm not good enough. That I was ugly. That no one wanted me. That I was never one of part of the gang or the cool kid or whatever that may be that's what i started to hoover up and it wasn't till i met god that he displayed his truth and told me his truth that i started to take these lies off me so it's important to know the truth psalms 145 verse 8 the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth Truth is important. We can know lies. We can even be introduced to truth. But we need to call upon the Father of truth. And this is why the Bible is so important. You may not understand everything that's written in here. That doesn't make it untrue. This is our truth guide. When everything else can change because of opinion, the Bible does not. It may change slightly in translation, but that doesn't change the truth that is locked in here, waiting for you to discover. But what does the Bible teach us about truth? Truth is that... The Bible talks about truth as a consistent with the mind, the will, and the character, and the glory of God. That's the truth of the Bible. It tells us about the mind, the will, and character to the glory of God. It exposes us to what God thinks about us, about His will for His creation, for His sons and daughters, about His character and how we should react to that, which is glory, giving Him glory. Or even more to the point, truth is a self-expression of God. That is the real biblical meaning of truth. It's the self-expression. God can only express truth because there is no lies in him. So when he speaks, he speaks truth. Because the definition of truth flows from God, truth is the theological. Okay, I had to say that a bit slowly. Theological. I know sometimes people think theology is just about opinion. It's not. I know people can have different theological opinions, but actually, theologically speaking, he's trying to discover truth, the character and the heart of God. His will for your life, but also for his creation. Has anyone read the Bible? Good. You may not have read it all, or you might have over a long period of time, but in the New Testament, you would read or hear these words that Jesus said, truly, truly, truly I say to you, or in other versions, it might say, Amen, Amen. Here's one example from Matthew chapter 7. Verse 29, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as their scribes. When Jesus said truly, truly, was he just trying to convince people of the truth? Was he just trying to say what I'm saying is true? Truly, truly, Kieran, you are amazing. Am I trying to convince you, or am I trying to convince myself of the words that are being said? Truly, truly. It's a very strange phrase, isn't it? If I say very truly, I'm either trying to convince you, or am I trying to convince myself? But it's that word authority that sets Jesus apart. I was trying to think of an example of this, and I remember when I went out into India, and I see it in the Indian culture in this um, country as well, but I sometimes find the Indian culture a bit forceful for my Britishness because when you're having a conversation, with, they'll just cut you off and say, Listen to me! Listen to me! I'm like, whoa, it's a bit heavy. You see it sometimes. I remember when I worked in the market down in Manchester. Used to go to the big greengrocers, the the wholesale, um, and there was lots of Indians there. And you you have to kind of steal. I used to have to steal myself because I knew if I said how much them apples, they're going to give me the top price, and I I want the bottom price. You know, I want the best deal. But they always used to come up to me, sorry Dave, and they used to, listen to me, listen, and they, like start manhandling me. say, listen to me. I found it very uncomfortable. But one thing I, I learned, particularly going out, out into India, they, they're not being rude, they're just speaking with authority. They know how to speak with authority. Not every Indian, I'm not... But I'm talking culturally here. They knew the power of the words and they knew how to look someone in the eye, say, Listen to me. Well, this is similar with Jesus. He wasn't just telling them what the Word of God said, He was looking them in the eye and He was saying, Truly, truly, He said it with authority. And this is one of the first things I want us to value not just knowing the truth knowing we have authority in the truth you have authority how do i know that because jesus said in matthew 28 the great commission all authority i have been given and i'm giving it to you to go and preach the good news to go and baptize people and see the kingdom of god come to earth and go make disciples You have authority. That is truth. Do you value that truth? You should do, because there was a high price for it to be given to you. Truth is not just knowledge, it's authority. You have authority. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Both of you. All of you. The truth is that you have authority this morning. And you should value that. Because it cost Jesus everything. You should value that. But Jesus didn't just speak with authority, did he? He did. And he didn't just tell people about what it says in the Bible. He showed people. So what did Jesus have authority Over the devil. He had authority over the devil. He knew the truth. He knew who the devil was, and the devil knew who he was. Have you heard the stories? Son of man! The Messiah! People used to shout at him. And he used to say silence. And he cast out the demons that were saying that. He knew the truth. He knew he had authority over the devil. He's given that to you. The father of lies, the devil, and the Bible teaches us. It's the opposite of God. If God is truth, then the devil is lies. He took authority because he knew the truth over the devil. He had authority over Scripture. He didn't break one word of the Scripture. He, didn't, he said, I haven't come to destroy the law of God, I've come to fulfill it. So all the things it says in the Old Testament, hundreds and thousands of years before Jesus actually came to earth, he came to fulfill the promises and the truth of God. But He's also given that to you. That if you read your Bible and trust in the things that you do understand, don't worry about what you don't understand. Just concentrate on what you do understand. If God says you are free, you are free indeed. You are free. You don't need theology. Degrees to understand what freedom is and what it feels like and what it looks like for you and for those around you. He also had truth and authority over sin and forgiveness. I've heard many times people uh, outside the church when say, oh you believe in God, well I can't be saved. You don't know what I've done. I am unforgivable. It's not true. The truth is that they believe that God won't forgive them, but also the, the other truth is that they can't forgive themselves. You need to know that if you feel that you are not good enough this morning... That you have sinned this week. Gavin, you haven't known what's gone through my head this week. If you knew, oh, oh, you don't know what's in my head. You don't really want to know. But I know the truth that Jesus has authority over sin and forgiveness. And he's beaten sin and he's given us forgiveness. That's what the cross is about. And sometimes, I know it's the simple truths. We all want the big revelation from the preacher or from God. But actually, what God often does is take us to the the absolutely foundation stones of truth. The simple truths. We need to exercise that. We need to live from it. Because if not, if you don't get these truths as a foundation stone, you'll never kick on. If you're wondering why God doesn't use you for greater things, maybe because he's still working on these fundamental truths. You might know it, and you might step into it now and again, but you're not living it. I've experienced this. And it's frustrating when you think you've conquered something or you feel like you've grasped something. And God takes you through this process. And it's often difficult because it has to be because if it was easy, he wouldn't get our attention. And it always comes back to the simple truths. Who I am, who he is. Am I forgiven? Do I recognize truth and lies? Do I have authority over those lies? Do I have the weapon in my... Not just in my hand, but in my heart. The word of God. We need to know the truth of authority. There was a guy, um, let me just get his name, Peter Marshall. Famous Scottish American preacher. Said this, if you stand, if you stand, oh gosh, I'm... I've got my notes mixed up here. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. See, if you don't stand for truth, if you don't really have even have a care of an opinion of what truth is, you'll fall for anything. We see this in the world of politics. If people are engaging in politics and what is actually going on and what's said, not just the news bites that we get on the TV or the information we get from social media. If you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. So I can say something and you think, yeah, that's okay. But someone else can come and say something straight after me, totally opposite. And you're like, yeah, it's that. And then someone else can come and say something, and it's, yeah, it's that. And all you're doing is falling for the next thing. If it tickles your ears. God warns us about this. Itching ears. Because he knows if people don't know the truth and stand in the truth, they're just going to fall for whatever comes along. We need to guard ourselves. We need to value what is truth. We need to understand it. We need to work it in. We might need to wrestle with it. You might need to an argument with God. He's big enough to take it. But you need to know the truth. The Bible may hurt you with the truth, but it'll never comfort you with a lie. The Bible may hurt you with the truth, but it'll never comfort you with a lie. Has following God been the best decision of my life? Absolutely. 100%. Has it been easy? No. Has it sometimes been some of the most painful experiences I've had? Yes. Not just because what people have thrown at me, but it's also my character and how I react to things. And sometimes it's things that are so deep-rooted in me that are so um, fundamentally Damaging to me that it's hard to rip it out. It's like a root of a tree that you can sometimes never get all the roots out of. Has anyone done gardening? Has anyone come across vineweed? Oh, vineweed. You can take the top off and think, job done, two days. Two days, it's there. Hello, I'm back, Mr. Bideweave. So you're right, okay, I'll, I'll go a bit further. Oh, Top, a few inches, but you've left just a little cousin buried off to the left or the right. And that little cousin goes, aha, I'm still here. And it starts to grow again. Bindweed, you have to dig and dig and dig. And you have to get every single root, every element, every kind, even in the smallest amount, because the smallest amount of that root can rebirth it. That's sometimes what I feel like when God is trying to bring truth out. Because sometimes my lies are like the bindweed. I can take the top off, but there's still the root of it there. Or I can think I've got at the root, but there's still something left. God, through his blessing and compassion, knows how far to dig, not to damage me. But sometimes I feel like when I've dealt with something, I actually haven't. I've dealt with the top, I've dealt with a bit of the root, but there's still more to dig out. So the Bible might hurt you, because it might pull on something that you're sensitive about, some issue, something that you've carried, something you might not be even aware of. But I'd rather the truth pull at these things, rather than just having the comfort of, you're all right, Gavin. It'd be all right. It doesn't really matter. God never says that. Not really. I mean, these times where he says, you're all right, kid. But does it matter? Well, truth matters to God, because it's part of his character. And if there's a lie, that's not from God. So it does matter. And the truth will come in conflict with the lie. David prayed that God's truth would continually preserve him. And I think that's a, that word preserve is key in this. Because if you value truth, if you want to stand in truth, then you're going to come up against opposition. Not just within yourself, as I've already mentioned, but also the devil's against you. But the world's going to be against you. Because you're carrying a truth. The Bible is the truth. The Word of God is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But people don't want to hear that. So there's going to be times where you try and share that truth and there's going to be times where you're going to feel got at. When you step out into the sphere of truth, you're exposing yourself to the enemy, to lies. We were just discussing again this morning. uh, We felt we stood in truth and authority over some things in this building. We had a guy called Mike and Hiroko. thank you, coming because we found that uh, part of our foundation of building this building was in masonry, Freemasonry. And that's not of God, it's a lie. So we took authority over that. But since then, it seems like A lot of bad things starting to happen. You know, people getting ill, breaking bones, us feeling a bit just like, oh, it's just hard. Because we've stood up for truth. We took authority, but we've also exposed ourselves against that. So it's really important. In times like that where you have taken authority, where you have stood in truth to remind yourself of the truth and why you did it and who is in control, even if you feel that you are being dragged through the mire for doing it. I want you to hear that. That if we value truth and stand up for it, we will meet opposition. The Bible makes it very clear that God is the one true God. And when people sign up to a lie, for example, worshipping idols instead of the one true God, People step not only out of the truth, but step into the consequences of not knowing the truth. You might say, Well, that's a funny word, idols. I don't worship idols. I don't know anyone. We all do. It's hard not to worship idols. Anything that goes before God is an idol. Money, your time we should be turning up here on time at 11 o'clock really this is God we're talking about you're not doing it for me would you turn up for your job interview at 10 past 11 if it was at 11 you wouldn't I hope you wouldn't anyway TV money clothes, power, position. I'll do it in a minute. Food. The list could go on and on. We can't kid ourselves. If you want to know the truth, we need to, as the word says, fez up to the truth. I think that I do it. I like playing with my uh, pieces of wood and my tools. I, I can do that for hours. Can I spend hours with God? I can, but I choose not to. I'll pray in a minute, God. I've just got to do this email. Hang on a minute, God. I've just got to take this phone call. Oh, God, I'm tired. Can we do it tomorrow? These are all idols, all things that I'm putting before God. It's up to us all not only to live a life of truth, but also allow others to see and hear and benefit from knowing the truth. But if we're not putting our work, if we're not valuing truth, if we're not putting the time into it, it's not worth it. You male's just going to live a life of lies. God doesn't want that, and He'll work against that. But if we're not valuing the Bible, if you're not valuing spending time with God, if we are not valuing the truth that he's instilled in you, and we're just using it as a, I don't know, almost like a supermarket. I'll just, you can go to the supermarket and get anything you want, can't you? More or less. I'll just take this off the shelf. I'll open it up, eat it. And when I need it again, I'll just go back towards it. I, i I don't think that's the best way of living our lives. I'll just do an online shop for God. I'll just get this little bit of truth. We need to live it. We need to know it. We need to share it. We need to speak it. If you want to see this place being filled with people who know the truth, we have to be the ones that deliver that truth. People need to look at you and see. You carry something that I have not seen before. It's the opposite to what I get in my workplace. The way you speak to me encourages me but also challenges me. You need to know the truth and live by the truth. You look a lot somber than when we started. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to speak truth and I'm speaking it to myself as well. I'm not exempt from this. But the truth is, is that we're together for a reason. To encourage each other. To know the truth. To remain in the truth. To be the truth. To live the truth. To see the truth. The effects of truth. To know that you have authority. You don't have to have a PhD. You don't have to have full theological training. You don't have to have a title. You just need to know the Father who is the truth. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. If you don't stand for truth, you're going to fall for the lies. It's the trap that waits for you every morning. Every morning. And it's there when you go to bed. Do you want to break free of lies? Do you want to take authority over your life? Do you want to take over authority that things that you know are untrue in this world? I do. I want to take authority over uh, and see truth for Buttershaw. I hate it when people put Buttershaw down. And just talk about Rita Sue and Bob too. Like that's the highlight of Buttershaw. Or nothing good comes out of Buttershaw. I even despise it that people who are... I'm trying to be careful what I say because I am on a public forum. One of my next... Uh, next door neighbours was commenting about someone I was willing to help and he had nothing they had nothing really good to say about this person and basically making fun of me trying to help them and I I got upset with him I had to walk away I didn't say anything bad to him but he knew he upset me because I know the person I was helping I know he's not the best character I know he's not trustworthy I know he gets into trouble. But I wasn't willing not to give it another try. I wasn't willing not to show the truth that I value this guy. Irrespective of what he does. Irrespective of what he might do to me. Because he might rip me off. He might make fun of me behind my back. But I wasn't willing... Just to let that go because I know the truth that I was that person not so long ago that I'm no better than anyone else the only thing that really separates me from other people is I know the truth I've found for me I found the truth which is Jesus Christ and he's forgiven me So sometimes it's okay to be annoyed when you come against it. But we need to be persistent and value our time with God and knowing and understanding the truth. There's one more thing I just want to say before I finish. Truth doesn't give us a license just to say what we want to people because sometimes that can be misinterpreted. I know a guy uh, called Ricky. We got saved through similar circumstances. He was a drug addict. I was a drug addict. And uh, we did this course together. And he said to me, I said, I just want to tell people the truth. So if someone asks me how I am going to tell him the truth, after four weeks he had to stop because no one would speak to him. Everyone ran a mile from him because people couldn't handle the truth if someone asked him how his day was and he was having a bad day he let them know he let them know or what he thought about something they have said or done he let them know and it got him into more trouble than it was worth it so he, he should give up truth but truth doesn't give us a license just to go and say what we want to people We need to be careful of that. We need to be mindful of that. Can you say something truly out of love? Absolutely. I'm always telling you guys, you can say anything to me as long as it's out of love. Don't come up to me and start attacking me. I'm not go- even if you think that's true. I'm not going to react well. You said this. You went on too long. Yeah. You- I've got dinner in the oven. Do you know? That's, that's just attacking me. That's not going to help. You say, Gav, But if you come to and say, Gav, really well done. However, can I just say just a couple of things out of love for you to consider? I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just telling you how I'm feeling. You're going to get a totally different reaction, aren't you? You know, if you just go around and say, I have authority in the truth. Just wait till I see that teacher. I'm going to tell them. Hmm? What I think of them, it's my turn. That's not going to work out very well for you. So we, we need to know the truth. We need to know the authority of truth. But we also need to be sensitive. If I went round and wrote a list of all the good things about you guys, it's going to be a very good list. Because you are great guys. But if I wrote a list of all the things that you do that annoy me, then it's going to counteract the good list. And I'd say that back. My list might be, God's good at this, but he really annoys me when he does that. Let's not try and fight that battle. Let's just remain planted in the truth. So what is truth for you today? Is there anything that I've just touched on and I've only touched on certain elements? There's so much more I could say about this. Do you, do you know the truth this morning? That you're saved? That you're valued? That you're loved? Hmm? Do you feel like you've got authority? Hmm? Not really, I'm a bit tired. I'm not really sure. Oh, yes, I am sure. I'm going to do this this week. There may be some things stirred up. But let's not be shy of the truth. I know if God was here today, the truth is that none of us could stand. We would be all pressed into the carpet. His presence alone. His weight of His glory, His holiness, His goodness and His truth will be overwhelming. I know that. But I also know God hides Himself enough so we can step into His presence. He doesn't show His full glory to us. We get glimpses of it. You know what? That's enough. I'm happy with that. I'm happy that I'm not turned into dust when I'm facing my God, my Father. But I don't always understand the truth that I am His Son. I don't always accept that I'm forgiven. And I focus more on my failures rather than God's goodness. When I think about truth, that's my truth. That is a constant truth that I battle with. And I'm not presuming I'm the only one. But if nothing else, if just knowing the truth can humble us a bit more and, bring, and lift God up in our lives, just even just as by the smallest amount, I would take that today for myself but also for you guys. So if you're struggling with some truth, you might need to humble yourself before God. So I, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with my identity. I'm struggling reading the Bible. I'm struggling not only knowing the truth, but sharing the truth. I'm struggling with the authority. Why would you use me, God? All these questions. My only answer to it is to humble yourself. Let it go. Don't start singing. Let it go. That's humbling to let something go. say I'm not. I haven't got the strength for this. I'm tired of fighting this battle. So if that's you this morning, I'd encourage you to get some prayer. It's something you need to let go. Let's not be afraid of the truth, even though that sometimes it can feel painful. The truth is, is that the pain is short-lived for the freedom that you will receive. Let us pray. God, I just thank you for truth. I thank you that you are the truth. That is part of who you are. It's your character. It's your will. It's your mind. I thank you for Jesus who not only spoke the truth, but showed us the truth of your love. That you were willing to send your one and only Son to, earth, to pay the price for the lies that we have sold our soul to and you've won us back if we say yes to Jesus we're saying yes to truth we're saying yes to the authority that comes of knowing the truth but God also help us to humble ourselves not to hide away from maybe the the secret truths that we're struggling with or the secret lies, I think, is more appropriate that we sell ourselves each day. Help us to value not only you but also ourselves because you paid the ultimate price so that we may know the truth, the way and the lie. For your glory we pray. Amen.